I'm rocking my beast gear. And as you guys can see right here, I have this here because there's a new podcast out with me and Jason Concepcion. That's my guy right there. And the podcast is about sports and activism and that intersectionality is called Take Line because we're going to be giving our takes. We're playing different games. There's a lot going on. Check it out, Crooked Media. I'm pretty excited about it. And then I'm also, let me bring in my two-lit crew real quick. We got my snooker booker, me, Madre, Berlia Montgomery. We got my sister, Cole, holding it down. We got my VP, my right-hand man, Paul Guarino. And listen, we have a group chat, just like every other group in the world. And our group chat got a little wild this weekend. And what I mean by a little wild this weekend is Snook entered the group chat talking about laced marijuana. And everybody was like, <laughs> what? And I don't even remember the exact sentence. Can somebody help me? Snookabooka, not you, Cole, Paul. What did y'all think just after the first text where it said something about laced weed? She, yeah, she said laced weed. And literally, <laughs> Renee had the Kevin Hart face. Like, what is going on? And Paul was like, if you need something, let's know, Snook. And then I was like, what is happening? <laughs> Come on, let's rewind to VP. That's what I said. Well, wait a minute. Paul didn't ask no questions. He was like, what, Snook, you need something? <laughs> what is going on? I just stepped away from the phone for a second. Got missed something. What else have people run it down for us? What? So, so then we needed her to elaborate, but she didn't. She picked up in the middle of the story and was like, "The people were on lace weed, not on." Uh, she said the people were on laced. I thought it was lace weed or something like that. We were like, "What?" So then she went back to elaborate that her and her friend watch a show together. Nine one one, I think it's called, right? Nine one one, and they try to guess what's happening in that particular. And mom thought that it was people were. What was it, mom? You thought people were? I thought they were uh, uh, wigging out on laced weed, and, and it was uh, it was what synthetic, synthetic weed. Weed. I didn't even know there was such a thing as. Synthetic. Oh my gosh! <laughs> did you know there was a, such a thing as as synthetic weed? Yeah, there's everything. It's 2021. <laughs> but yeah, I could get you guys whatever you guys, anything in general. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's why he's my guy. Like, it don't matter what you ask for, he got it. Snookabook <laughs> and her friends, they watch shows together. Look, well, welcome to remote living. Snookabook and her friends, they watch TV together. And what I mean by that is if the show airs at 7 p.m., they are front and center with their cell phones ready to text away. Speaking of, where's my cell phone? I need that. Can you, uh, they're with their cell phone, just texting away like, oh, what do you think happened? Yeah. Like, I placed on weed. And then they're like, oh girl, I thought it was this. So yeah, we got a little nugget in our group chat. And we, we need a live tweet of that. We need, we need Snook live tweeting that shit. Whatever and, show. Yeah. yeah. And then what's funny is also is that then after she explained that she had put the message in the wrong chat. Then we were all a little bit more, we were feeling some type of way till we figured out what was going on. I was like, I was about to call somebody. What is going on? If I was talking about yeah. let's And just to clarify things, I copied the text we were in and sent it to them so they wouldn't have any questions, no doubts. 
what was yeah we needed them receipts because i'm like i don't care that you sent me the wrong text who are you talking about place weed with like she was just like oh my bad wrong text and we're all like wait that's still not okay but so that's the adventures of group texting with snook yes that happened yes it's been a great weekend and i just want to i have to keep saying thank you because i just i want to say thank you so much like because everyone i mean that's reached out, sent letters. I just got three bottles of Don Perignon, like if that's even how you say it, because you know, like that's like, I'm new here, okay? I'm trying to figure it out as I go. But I just wanna thank everybody just for, for all the well wishes, the best wishes, I'm excited. And so, yeah. I'd like to thank them also. So since you let me know now that you have three, I know you can say one to open <laughs> when I get there. Oh, I got you, Snook. Sam already told me that. Serena already told me I have to wait with you for one of them. So yes, it's lit. Maybe I need to wait until we get the whole crew together and crack one open. But are you even supposed to drink those type of things? I feel like they're like too nice. I always want to just like keep it like stored up or something. You have three. <laughs> I want. Okay, so since we're just going to oh. go out here, I didn't get any Ace of Spades. Is that not like a, a congratulatory thing? That's what I was really excited about. Um, I don't know anything about this stuff, so I'm just throwing it there. That's a good question. Ace of Spades, I don't know what that even is. That's Jay-Z, The Rock, baby. Okay, that's Jay-Z and them. They make that, or I don't even know if he makes that, but I just know he's affiliated with it, so I associate him with that. So, yeah, that's that's kind of where it's at. So it's been an eventful time, and I'm excited, um, honestly, but just I'm going to feel like I'm going to say thank you every time, but thank you, thank you, thank you, you guys, and recently we just found out that we are what are the stats paul we're the top 200 in the tech category which when we chose the tech category we knew that that was going to be a difficult one so we checked it i mean so we just went anyway because listen i want to be in tech so i'm like let's go in the tech category and so we ended up top 200 and then what was the other thing vp the other, uh <clears throat> the other one was wor worldwide so out of like two million or in the top uh one hundred thousand. that's y'all like this is crazy so, that, so so for people that don't know that's like the top 10 percentile that's hey 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 brand new top 10 percent nobody's arguing with that let's go let's go no that's what kind of grade is that what kind of grade is that is that like is that an a? <laughs> is, is that, that a b plus b plus almost an a a minus grading us after three months what's our progress report after three months snookabooka uh, a minus if you're in the top 10 percent, as I said before. I just said uh, that's why all my students try to get in that top 10 percent. That's 90 to 100. So, <laughs> really, go break it down. Okay, <laughs> we got that top percent. I'm so hyped, I'm so excited, y'all, because this is what I call like a passion project. Like, I just get to chop it up with the fam, like, you know what I mean? Like, and Paul's part of the fam, so I get to chop it up with the family every weekend. Like, what y'all are watching? Thank you okay okay so for this week's hero irl i have one of my homies chastity melvin and you may know her because she played a long time in the WNBA, but she also was the first female coach in the swarm history um she played overseas i played overseas with her we played overseas together and when i tell you just exudes positivity chastity melvin does that Hi, I'm Chastity Melvin, assistant coach for the Phoenix Mercury, former WNBA All-Star, and I am here. I felt a little bit of pressure, but I was just excited to actually be a part of coaching on the professional ranks. 
because I had played so long and it was a big dream of mine to get back in, you know, coaching, especially on the pro level. So for me, I was just super excited and I just wanted to do well for the young women that, you know, come from behind me and that look up to me. So I really wanted to put forth a good effort. First and foremost, it's all about the players in the pro league, you know, trying to get the best out of them, trying to get them to reach their full potential. And as far as my level, you know, the fact that I played so many years, I can relate. I can relate to coming off the bench. I can relate to starting. I can relate to getting traded. So I think that gives me an edge up in working with the players because I truly understand what they're going through. And my life coaching certification, just that helped me allow me to really have a strategy as far as working with players and kind of, you know, putting a plan together and kind of just giving them a strategy of how things go. Once you become a professional, how you have to adjust to life off the court and life on the court. So that helps out a lot too. What encouraged me to write the book is because I kind of went through the semi-depression that a few athletes go through once they retire and they're trying to find a new career. People are saying, no, 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 you're getting all these no's and you've been on the top of the mountain for so long and now you got to start grinding again. So for me, I just started journaling my thoughts and looking back over my career and all the things that I had overcome. Like it was basically, you know, you start looking back over your career, you see, wow, I've been through this before. Like now I'm just starting again. So for me, I wanted to write something short and make it an easy read for young people to see like my career wasn't just uh, peaches and roses, you know, like I had some ups and downs, although I smile a lot and I had a lot of fun. Like I had a lot of fun when I played on the court, but as you well know, off the court, there's a lot of challenges as well as on the court. So I wanted to share some of my experiences in a very brief, concise manner, and then give like a self-help explanation of how I got through. I ended with a quote, and of course I share my faith and I ended with a prayer. So, and so that's why I wrote it, to just inspire others, like no matter what you're going through, at the end of the day, you can make it. So that's kind of like what I want them to get from the book. My advice to anyone struggling mentally during this time would just be to exercise, find a meditation routine, yoga, make sure you get some exercise in, try to eat healthy. Um, because I think, you know, not being able to socialize, not having that interaction with all your friends and family and being paranoid of like, should I go out? Do I have my mask? Am I doing everything correctly? you know, it just messes with your mindset. And so if you're eating healthy, you know, making sure you're hydrated, getting some exercise in, it'll make things a little bit, uh, a little bit easier. You know, I, I know I try to get in at least 30 minutes, even if I just walk around the neighborhood. Like some people think, oh, I got to get in this routine. I'm not getting to go to the gym. So I'm not getting my full workout in with the weights. Uh, it could be as something as simple as going to the park. Uh, recently, I came down here to live with my sister, so I've been going to the Kennesaw Mountain once a week before it started, <laughs> before it became freezing cold. But just that trek up the mountain, like, kind of pushed me forward throughout the week. Like, uh, I got that done. Like, it just kind of motivates you in a, a different kind of way. So find something else to do, ride a bike, walk, you know, just to get that exercise in. But I tell everyone, I, I think, you know, I know for me, I, obviously, I believe in my faith. I have a strong faith in God. So prayer and just meditation will get you through. It'll get you up out of the bed in the morning. Obviously, some great inspirational music. That's what I That would be my advice. I'm Chastity Melvin, and I'm rocking with Remotely Renee. Let's get into our scoreboard this week. What you got for us this week, VP? I guess we're going to do a top shot last because I'm not ready. <clears throat> um, so the first one, we'll, we'll go over... Um, 
some news that broke uh, overtime is making overtime elite, which is about to be like uh, uh, high school kids could join the league to quote unquote, I guess, go pro kind of like what LeVar Ball did. And they're going to offer the minimum hundred K and hundred uh, K towards college if they decide not, or they can't, or they don't make it to like the NBA. Um, so it's pretty interesting, but the only, the only other uh, thing they said was like, it's only like for 30 kids right now. So I don't, know how they're going to make teams like that. But how can they go back to college if they're getting paid? I mean, I know. No, 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 no. You know that you didn't. Uh, they're saying they're offering them 100K to go to college for, as a regular student if, if basketball doesn't pan out. Oh, wow. Interesting. What are you? So in, in, in 100K for college, I probably will cover like one year. Years, maybe. <laughs> one year. The of school could be one year. Literally. One year. Cool. So they'll give them a year of free tuition if they take that route and don't make it. They could join as young as 16, so like like a LaMelo ball, like when he was 16 feet on. I'm scared of the dropout effect. I don't really know, but like to me... I don't I'm, think the dropout, of high, the dropout of high school is too crazy, but I'm saying for an 18-year-old not to go to college, yeah, why not? Like if you're like, they're doing it with the G. Yes, right no, but if you're good enough at 18, I'm not worried about the dropout of high school. But we're talking about the next level. If you're good enough at 18 and you think you might go a year, why not do the one and done route like all the Duke players? Because you get paid. A hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. The G League players are doing dollars. They're doing it right now. But I know. But I'm just saying, like they're doing it right now in the G League, and so I don't compare this to the G League in a sense of the G League is literally where scouts are sitting watching these tapes all day long. Yep. Scouts are literally during the G League. So I called the G League during the 135 game season that they've had, like in all the games total were 135. There were like eight players getting caught up every other day. Like the players were literally leaving the G League bubble and heading to the NBA. So that's a yeah, different No, 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 no. But not the, not the Ignite team. They can't get called up. They're, they're one, they're playing in the G League all year because of that's, this is the no, same. But- but that's the point I'm trying to make. The G League is the opportunity. So somebody tries to give the same path that the G League is giving. Yeah. I don't see that as being the same opportunity because the G League is where the opportunity is. Yeah, it's not true. about the hundred thousand for the Ignite players. It's about the fact that they're playing in the G League. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's the same. I mean, it's the same. But all right, but there's not. A, there's only twelve spots. I know. Well, then that's only 12 oh, people that can be and, and get seen like that. Like we'll that's. See. We'll see so, what happens. Yeah. Well, so that's what I'm about to say. We'll see what happens. Cause like, how does that? Yeah. So I guess if you do this other league, as opposed to the G league, are you really even going to have the same opportunity? That's my yeah. question. That's the only question I have with it. But, 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 but if they enter a team into the G league, that's interesting because the G league has already shown that they're, um, ex- accepting to that type of concept. So that what make- if they have a G League team um, enter the G League, now that's more appealing. Yeah, because if they get a team... I'll tell you, they all they got all the connections. They're good. Hmm, really? Mm-hmm. Time, they're, all they're affiliated with IMG and all that. Oh, um, okay. Well, then they might do that. That would probably be another route for people. All the guys from there. Oh, yeah, and they're also offering like schooling for them, like, uh, like if it's high school. Yeah, I can see this. Yeah, well, let's see this play out. But that was interesting, VP. Yeah, that is Did you different. see that today or no? Huh? Or no? Did you see that or no? I haven't even been on the internet today. <laughs> on to the next one. 
Um, so DraftKings made a, a deal with a five-year deal with um, UFC to become their official sports betting company, and the deal is worth 350 mil in 250 mil in media and 100 mil in straight cash. Woo! Money just comes out the sky. But that, like, that, like they're easily making that back with sports betting, like. Yeah, well, sports betting is a lot of money we know anyway, but I'm just, it's like, seems like the money is just coming out of the sky. It's just like raining. It's like, oh, Tuesday. Oh, it's raining people's mortgages. It's raining people's car notes. I'll tell you where all that money's coming from. It's it's raining people's college tuitions. They they rain it all right. It's awful. How do you even twist your mouth to say those figures? I mean, you know. What if they were saying them figures to us, Snookabooka? I don't know. How would you feel if they were saying them figures to you? I don't think it would be as awful, would it? Yeah, well, I don't know. Just wait till wait till all the states uh, legalize betting. I know. Well, that's what they're preparing for. Is Georgia? I can't believe Georgia ain't with it. We usually easy to be open to something. So actually, I think Connecticut just passed it with the Mohe- like Mohegan could do it now. You could bet at Mohegan officially on sports. And I don't understand what took so long for that yeah. because. Hello, Mohegan is betting, period. Like, yeah. But it's owned by the Native Americans. So it's a casino. If it's a different entity than Connecticut. Oh. Well, I mean, I know all of that because hello, yeah, I'm I know. The Mohegan, and they are dope. Shouts to the tribe. Love it. Mm-hmm. Okay. What else we got? What else we got? So the next one is um, your, oh, I guess, oh, well, I don't know if she's, I guess she's not your coworker no more, but Sue Bird. Um, and Sue Bird, Alex Morgan, Simone Manuel, and Chloe Kim uh, yes. to create a media company together uh, so, to focus on women athletes. I'm loving all of this. Like, athletes are starting to just do everything on their own. Like, I don't know if people are paying attention, but JJ Watt pretty much broke all his news on Twitter, on the internet, however he wanted to do it. Um, now you see Birdie and, and a lot of other athletes, three other athletes coming together like, look, we've done a lot of media. We've dealt with a lot of media companies. Why not create our own? I like this. Why not do it yourself? The internet, you know, like that. And, you know, there was a lot of bad things that came out of 2020. We, we lost a lot of legends and Kobe Bryant and Chaz, Chad Bose. But the 2020, what it did make people realize is like, we were all making videos in our house. That's how remotely Renee was born. People had to figure it out. And so now once people figured it out, it's kind of hard to go back. You know, it's kind of hard. What y'all think of these athletes are starting their own media company. Yeah. And just for, re- just for reference, before you guys go, um, like Derek Jeter created Players Tribune, which uh, they just sold kind of recently for a lot. And LeBron has uninterrupted, and then uh, new newer is Kevin Durant's uh, thirty five ventures. I love it. I think it's great. <laughs> I think it's. An, I mean, I, I just think it's great. I think it's enough to go around. Everybody can eat. Love that, Booker, What's your thoughts? Athletes doing it on their own. Well, I, I think it's wonderful. And again, I think I said that you know you don't have to wait for someone else to do it for you. You can do it yourself, and you know that means that more money flows into your pocketbook instead of you know just knock the middleman all the way out. This is listen. This is the lady. Well, what do you think about the women women's perspective, son? <laughs> the women's perspective. Oh, women are always great. <laughs> we're just now just getting the acclamation the act and the affirmations that we should have been getting a long time ago because they, on, 
the women have always been the ones doing the work. We might not have got the credit for it, but we've always been the ones doing the work. Now let's just be for real. Speak it, speak it. True. Yeah. So you already know. Listen, I had two older sisters and a strong mother. So you know I'm all about that. We are woman. Hear us war. I can't say that word, by the way. So that's there's that. But yes, like that. Bring on the bacon and throw it in the pan. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> hey, what was that joke you said about the bacon the other day, Snook? Just oh my goodness. Which one was it? I did one to dinosaur. I, I haven't even checked that one. What do you call a dinosaur that? wrapped in bacon? VP, oh, we know the answer. Oh, oh, we know the answer. What, what do you call a dinosaur wrapped in bacon? Donald. <laughs> Go ahead, Tom, Mom. Jurassic Park. Pork, I'm sorry. Jurassic Park. <laughs> 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 yeah, all like, uh, yeah. So aside from her singing, had to be there. That's called a dad joke. But besides her sending lace weed Texas, she also tells dad jokes. Apparently, yeah. okay. I'm excited about what's coming up next. All right. So NBA Top Shot. If you haven't heard, actually, do y'all have y'all heard of it, Cole? I have no, no, not really. Okay, Snookabook a good. I'm sure a lot of a lot. This is new, so don't feel bad. This is new. A lot of people haven't heard of it. Paul, how do you describe what NBA Top Shop is? It's viral right now. Yeah, so I think the best way to describe it is it's just like it's like digital sports cards that are like videos, but they're calling them quote unquote moments. Moments. Like so you know how if you have a sports card, you collect it, and then that's your card. Well, with Top Shop, NBA Top Shop, you have a digital moment, and that's your moment. And people are collecting those. When I tell you one sold for two hundred thousand, they cost nine dollars. One LeBron. sold for LeBron sold for two hundred and eight thousand. There's oh, we gotta get on it, huh? We'll see. We'll get you set up. Oh yeah, Cole, we gotta get you an account <laughs> because they do. They do. Um, what do they call where you can pre-order? And I got a pre-order one cooking up. In two weeks, it'll deliver to me. But just to the good folks over at Top Shop, because they sent me four packs. And when I tell y'all I danced in here, I said, oh, it's lit, oh, it's lit, oh, it's lit. They sent us four packs, three come in a pack. So what am I going to do? I'm about to open up a pack right here, right now, so we can all see if I have some good stuff i mean there's nothing selling for sixty thousand. there's some fifty thousand. these moments are selling for a lot so you guys send me some good vibes vp is going to be on the ones and twos i'm just going to be watching and screaming to see what i got i hope i get lebron you guys know i need lebron all right so uh, you, you guys could see it yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh-oh everybody left wait wait snook wait 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 paul what Snook said everybody left, but I don't see what Snook. You don't see that pot that package shaking on the screen. Oh, I do. Okay. okay. All right. So let's go, VP. All right. Open my pack. There's no sound. Oh, there it is. What is it? Oh my gosh! That's the spin. Do the middle one first. The middle one first. Do the middle one first. Yes. Oh no. <laughs> Just by the way, wait, 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 wait. What happened to Kelly Oubre? We're going to the next one. We're going fast. We'll go back. Go yeah, back. Going. 
No, Paul, I want to, they told me to talk about the numbers and stuff. Okay, so this is Cam Reddish. The thing about Top Shops is, look at the top right corner, number 133. So, so you want to get the lowest number you can. So I would have loved to gotten number one of 15,000 because that's how you do the value. Go to Kelly Oubre. So the thing about Kelly Oubre is when I said, oh no, look, he's number 10,000 of 15,000. Oh, so he's the, you get, yeah. So okay. I want low numbers because that adds more value. I love that he's dunking, yuck him, wash your head. I love that, but I wanted lower numbers. All right, let's go to the third one. This is amazing. This is crazy. Oh. Jamar Derozan. Oh! Watch it! Yes! I like this! Okay. This is actually really cool. This is really cool. I'm like loving this. One more time for the people in the bed. Yes, that's actually a really good one. I like that dunk. And that was from all of them December 2020, December 2020, January 2021. Oh my gosh. See, you see how this is. Look at look at y'all. Yes, this is thanks to this stuff. It is it's amazing what people come up with. Mm. Whoa! So I got Cam Reddish, DeMar DeRozan, Kelly Oubre. That ain't a bad pack. Well, that's a good one, actually. That's no. not a bad pack. What do you rank that, Paul? What do you think about my pack? I'm going to call somebody. Oh. I Actually, I'm going to call one of my top shop. I have a group chat called the Top Shot Boys, and they told me they were going to change the name a while ago, and it's still the Top Shot Boys. So let's see here. I'm going to call one of them and get their opinion. I've never, meanwhile, I just met this dude via text and I don't know him very well. So if he sees me calling, he's probably going to be like, what? Let's see here. What's his name? Oh, sh bring up the packs. I want to see what numbers and stuff they are. If you can, or just. Oh, them. hold on. Hmm. His name is Amir Blumenfield, but if he doesn't answer, I'm calling another Top Shop boy. I'm going through them all. Thank I gotta man. get, I gotta get the lowdown on my packs. Bye, Amir. I'm calling. Uh, let's call Jason. And mm -hmm. oh, by the way, a lot of people are still lo are losing a lot of money on these Top Shots as well because you can buy them at an expensive price and then hope to flip it, but then if the play, it's all right. So. They were all right. So two of them were thirty dollars, and two of them were twenty dollars. Yeah, but that's not how you do it, though. But I mean, yes and no. So like, you could put it up there. Like, so I have, so I have some that are actually really good. They called it in the group chat. Oh man, of course nobody's answering in the group chat. They called it sexy numbers. I have some sexy numbers in my moments where they're very low, but I didn't know what I was doing. So I priced them at like two hundred and twenty-one thousand because I didn't want them to sell yet. And then I couldn't change it. So right now I'm stuck. a good a good point. Uh, Josh Hart's um, co-host brought up Matt uh, that China hasn't got into this, so we shouldn't sell them yet. Duh, we already knew that. Oh, well, I guess people need to. Oh, we didn't know that. I'm like, we didn't know that. That's what I meant by I was pricing all of mine not to sell. I just didn't know that you couldn't change it. So I put mine so high because I'm waiting on that. I'm going to be a patient investor, basically. So. I don't care what's going on with those prices right now because like, for instance, if a player tweets, like for, if one of those players tweeted about Topshop right now, my cards would skyrocket price rise. 
because then everybody would be trying to get it knowing that that player is interested. That's what's been happening on the internet. So there's already been some NBA players that have tweeted about it and then their numbers go through the roof. So they're betting on their, they're betting on themselves basically because they're like, oh, somebody said, I'm about to buy my top shop for $30 because it's only 30. And then when I went on there, there wasn't one cheaper than like 500 because he had tweeted about it. I forgot what his last name is, but, or I forgot what his name is, but one of the rookies, he just said that, like, he was like, oh, my card's like worth $500. And then like went up to like 700 after he tweeted about it. And he was like, I didn't buy it. He didn't buy it at 500. Exactly. Oh yes. Amir. Amir, thank you so much for calling me back. Hello? Hello? Butt dialed in. Amir? Oh my gosh. There's no way a butt dialed back. Amir! Oh my word. Um, But no, so that's why when Paul was saying, oh yeah, they're worth $30, $30 and whatever, I'm like, that's hodgepodge. That's for, that's casuals. A casual might say something like that but i'm in the top shop group and i know that means nothing i have good guys i don't know how we keep up with it there's so <laughs> many things that come out every moment it's like oh do you know about this i'm like what is that like it comes Listen. to so many things that just pop up go viral they hit big and you're like what did, when did this happen what, what is going on so, so i learned about it one week and then like on Monday that last week, month last or whatever Monday was March something in, or February something, and it just blew up that day. It for something blew like. up. Snook, what's the most that you would pay to own one of those little dunks that I just saw showed you? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you asked the wrong person. <laughs> <laughs> she people are paying six figures for this stuff. I understand that, and and I don't know how much the initial cost was, but. You know me, I'm a hard person to sell something to. So I wouldn't. I'm like mom, I'm too, I am too. First of all, because you have to watch it. And that's my problem now is watching stuff on like as yes. far as if you to do something, you gotta stay on top of it and stay on top of it and stay on top of it. So I would literally have to just sit and dedicate my time to doing that. And unless, and, and these people who are doing it, these younger kids, like yes. I'm trying to get into that now, but these kids know how to multitask. They go in and out of stuff all day long and the bots have entered the chat but the oh i need to mention people okay so you guys just saw me open up my pack i got demar Derozan, kelly ube jr and cam redders from the atlanta hawks i got a hometown guy paul actually knew i was going to get a hometown guy i'm just throwing that out there he's like i guarantee there's going to be a hawks player in there pretty wild because he was right but the reason that that matters to you is because I'm doing a giveaway. I'm going to do a pack giveaway online. You're going to have to do all those normal things you do for giveaways. But when you do it, if you get like a LeBron James, one of 10,000, you got to break a sister off. If I get a pack, but I'm doing a giveaway. Okay. Shouts to NBA top shot. Also, also the, the rumor is uh, in the summer, the WNBA ones are coming. Hey, now there you uh, go. I'm one of now, I want one of them now. Hold all in my watch. I'm going to tell you right now, they better not release none of my moments because if so, I'm going to be Twitter figures. Uh, they, like they, they're getting yours. You oh, the, yeah, you're in the, you were signed to the uh, NWPA, right? Yeah. WMBPA, yeah. yes, I was signed to the WMBPA. Sure. And I know I know they do do former players as well. But NBA Top Shop, when y'all release those moments, can I just get a couple of my cool moments? Like one moment that I need is 
if you do the game winner for the Minnesota Lynx game where I got to hit the three, y'all got to give me number one of whatever that is because that moment is sentimental value to me. I need that. I need all of all of them. I need some of my championship moments with the Minnesota Lynx. I need I need my sixth woman of the year moment. I need some moments. Thank you, NBA Top Shop. In advance, this stuff is crazy. Okay, so this week, I mean, we're getting Women's Month popping in a hurry, okay? So just to get out the gates early, I had Vivica Fox on here one-on-one. Vivica Fox, the Vivica A. Fox. I had her one-on-one. We talked about her career, her journey, um, working with Taraji. I asked her about moments like where you're in a very, a scene, you know, that involved domestic violence and how is it preparing for scenes like that? I asked her a lot of different questions and she was only amazing in all of her answers as she usually is, Miss Vivica Fox. Miss Vivica Fox, thank you for joining me here on Remotely Renee. Um, I'm really excited because we actually had a conversation before, but the Wi-Fi was hating and it was with the, <laughs> it was with the WBA or, uh, you know, we were doing some things. So I want to run it back but let's yeah. start at the beginning you know so okay. you, you when you were young I always like to ask people this when you were young did you know you wanted to get into entertainment did you know you wanted to be an actress author entertainer like what was young Miss Vivica Fox thinking about well I was always my mama's hyper child I'm gonna keep that real you know what I mean I used to just always be into everything um and, and I love my mama for that because we were raised across the street from the church. Okay. So she used to always send us over there to always do activities, choir rehearsal, Bible study. And then, so that then led to when I got older, when I got in school, um, my dad was an athlete. He played basketball. So growing up, I played basketball, volleyball, track, and I was a cheerleader. Okay. So I've been type A personality. I got the modeling and acting bug my senior year in high school, I fell in love with Michael Jackson and Diana Ross. I had went to their concerts and I had never seen such amazing African-Americans perform. And you know, Diana Ross came out with the hair and the nails. Yeah, come on. Oh, <laughs> yes. So they were my motivation to then move to California. Yeah. So you moved to California. That's where you went to college. And then yeah. that's where you started filming with Soul Train, right? Was that like your first big... <laughs> Come on, like, cause you was talking about the big hair and stuff, and I'm like, you did Soul Train, so what was it like getting that yes for for Soul Train? Cause that, I mean, it's still big to this day now. Even they revamped it, but stuff like yeah. you're one of the OGs on Soul yes, Train. Yes, yes, I was on there when Don Cornelius yeah. uh, was hosting. Um, I was a little bit after the era of the froze, though. Um, I was what was. <laughs> well, it? I know that. <laughs> yes. Okay. No, cause I was like, oh, child, taking me that much now. <laughs> No, but I am an OG. Uh, but yeah, no, you know, I had just moved out to California uh, one month after I graduated from high school. And the people that I was living with in Orange County, they used to head up to LA and they were like, yo, you want to go to Soul Train? I was like, Soul Train? Are you kidding me? What? And so when I got there, you know, they pick you to dance on the risers. Like that's yeah. a compliment. Yeah. So I had on my little gray dress, my graduation dress with the shoulder pads. Hey. Oh, get it, get it. And then I got picked to do the scramble board. And so then after that, it was like, I just started going. And then years later, when I became Vivica Fox, um, I hosted the Soul Train Awards uh, several times uh, for Mr. Don Cornelius. Uh, may he rest in peace. He was a wonderful man and gave a lot of wonderful actors, dancers, 
um, entertainers an opportunity to shine. You know, that was like our American bandstand. Yeah, it was. And so you've been a part of some just iconic stuff. And we just oh. talked about Soul Train. But when I say iconic, I grew up in a household where soaps was on every day. And so you start, you did Days of Our Lives, you did Generations. So what was that like being a part of like something that you knew was people watch every day religiously, like people watch their soaps and you're on it. What is it like being one of those, those homesteads? Yeah, you know, that was such a huge, like when I got, my first part I got was on Generation. Yeah. Generations was the first fully integrated soap opera where the African-American uh, family had as big of a storyline as the white um, storyline and it's a white family yeah. and then from there uh, let me see I got days of our lives yeah. actually I started on days of our lives yeah. and then it went to generations yeah. and then young and the restless Child, when oh, I got I to work all the day, well, right with Miss Chancellor and Jill and Jack and all of them oh you couldn't have told me I didn't make it okay but, you did yeah and then that Actually, uh, Young and the Restless led to me getting Independence Day because okay. the producer's wife was at home pregnant and they were having a hard time finding the character Jasmine. And I hit my agent and said, hey, how come I'm not getting an opportunity to do um, uh, uh, audition for Independence Day? She said, oh, baby, you just on a soap opera. You don't have a big enough name. And I know. Wait, and so what? Yeah, but that was back then. Independence Day was the first like $60 million budget. Like it was the first of the summer breakout blockbuster films. So what that was now, that like though, being on the set of one of those mega major budget films? I mean, a 60 million production. Yeah. I, I just have to think that things look a little 20 different. Years <laughs> yeah. 20 years ago. 20 yeah. years ago. 20 so, years like, ago. What was that like? Like what was different? Like what did you notice right away? Like this is a big budget. I mean, this is a big set. Well, when we walked into the one set and there was an actual spaceship there, <laughs> yeah. I said, oh, we got some money. So there's we got that. a lot of money, as a matter of fact, uh, but just the sets. And then we filmed in Wendover, Utah, um, and just the sets and the wardrobe and the other actors that were there from Will Smith to Judd Hirsch to uh, Jeff Goldblum. I mean, the Harry, 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 Harry kind of junior, like the cast was just everyday bull pullman i mean was just like wow wow star it was studded. just yeah it was lovely it was star studded and then the premiere the premiere took up the entire westwood what? not the block westwood like we took like over the whole westwood. area the whole area it was when i got out of the room of that night i was like <laughs> All right, so we give out roses every week, as y'all know, it's called Remote Roses. And this time we have Ari Chambers. And Ari, okay, first of all, I saw you on the commercial for BET. I just did a panel with you for NBA TV Police Report. Baby, you are killing it. Let's go, Mrs. That's what happens when I have you as a blueprint, Renee. That's what happens when I have you as a blueprint. Uh-uh, <laughs> we got Mrs. Highlight Her here. Ari, just uh, before we even get started, I just want you to talk about, like, how it started first, how it's going, like talk Listen. about it. Listen. Now, you remember when I used to be in y'all's locker rooms with my cell phone and everybody would be looking at me crazy. In New York, I remember. Listen, because this was before everybody did social. So just being able to really love what you do, follow you guys from your college days and, and, and really be able to grow with you 
that's so dope to me. I, I tell everybody that my passion is in the W and intentionally staying on the women's side. And that's not going to change and still learning and growing and the game is evolving and I'm trying to evolve with it. But just being able to go from a cell phone to like running a platform and, and really be respected um, has been really, really dope. Listen, you're not just running a platform. You are running a mega platform. Highlight her. And I just want you guys to know, like, so we, when I did the arena on TNT, just so we're clear, the actual TNT, not like the real channel TNT, we were highlighting highlight her. We were talking paint her. There's so many different things that highlight her does, but the, the description is in the words. They highlight women. They highlight the hers out there. So just talk about some of the project. Yes, yeah, Snug. We clap for that. Oh, little. Snug. I love an applause for Snug now. Give <laughs> some roses to highlight her. So talk about some stuff that you guys have in the works coming up. What you got coming? So I, you mentioned paint her. I was super, super excited for painter because that's a way that we can get artists in it we always talk about sport and culture I was so happy that I was able to get off the court things and people who aren't athletes necessarily but still be able to amplify them again whole passion is amplifying women so just knowing that there are artists out there and if we can give back to them and, and, and inspire them and and fund their passion that was super dope we have this disruptor series that we pick people that aren't necessarily always highlighted and like Amber Nichols Yes, she just became the GM of the Capital City Go-Go. She's 28 years old, and we should be talking about her way more. So giving them their capes and their flowers, if you will. Oh, Amber Nichols, we're going to be out of roses for <laughs> you. know, we take them all. Yes, And she's from Raleigh, so 919 all day. Um, and Jennifer King is also from North Carolina. So just being able to know of these people, know them personally, shine light on them. DJ Tiffany Pierce, when I was at Madison Square Garden, she's first female DJ in the NBA. Like literally these people deserve. And so I've just been trying to figure out creative ways how to highlight them um, that, that, that aren't athletes. And so Highlight Her is just a community of sisterhood and just uplifting women and showing all ages, abilities, levels, sports. I've been challenging myself to learn about different sports because you know me, I was the WNBA all day and I still am. But yes. now I'm in WSL learning that the soccer club goes up. I'm women's hockey. Like I'm learning. Crossover. It's the crossover. Uh -huh. For real. And to that point, I've actually been trying to do the same in a sense of like, we all we got at this point. We know the yeah. statistics behind how much media gets put to women. We know the statistics behind the trolls, but we also know the real statistics behind the engagement. We saw those numbers come out. So we all we got. And I love that your platform is all of that. We all we got feel. So yeah. Um, it's because of people like you, Renee. Y'all keep y'all keep us going. Literally, the blueprint, I'm telling you. Listen, when I see it, I always try to comment. And that's another thing, by the way. I saw you post this on Twitter, and it's so true. If y'all see somebody that posts sponsored content, content that you can tell a company is helping them with or engaging with them, I would say probably just engage with it because that makes the company want to do it more. Some problems that the companies have mm -hmm. is they don't think that people are going to engage when it comes to booking women and when it comes to booking women athletes. And so let's start to show that we will engage on the sponsored post and the sponsored thing so that the, now the sponsors keep coming back. Just throwing that out there. Oh. <laughs> I don't understand the pressure right there. I'm like, how many saves, how many shares? It's real. I mean, no, because they do the analytics. People probably don't, people that aren't into like those mm -hmm. type of things, 
companies do analytics and so they'll be like hey can you send us a screenshot of what this was or what your insights was they want to know how far their money went how many people saw it how many people commented so if people think oh it's just a like or it's just a comment if somebody's building a brand that actually really helps and it doesn't cost you anything so i would just say double tap and then be out all right <laughs> that's all i'm going to say okay I mean, that's it. That's all there is to it. All right. So, so Ari, you are going to give us some hints, aka some roses. Mm -hmm. My last one was look who I had to guess last time, Issa Rae. Issa Rae. Uh -huh. Good one. So yeah, so that was one of the ones last time. The updated score is VP has three, Snook has two, I have two. Cole, have you won any yet? No. Goodness. <laughs> this week might be the week. Girl, good luck. <laughs> I, I hope y'all guessed it before I finish these clues because I'm trying not to be completely obvious with my choice, but. Oh, Lord. Okay, let's see. Because I, okay, that means I got to be ready then. It might be easy. Let's see. All right, we're ready. Hit rose number one. Let's get it. The first clue is she was a former cheerleader. Oh, my gosh. That's my sister. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> Allegedly. Look, allegedly a former cheerleader. Okay. Years, I, mean, I don't know why she didn't. No, I like that that was broad, though. Okay. Let's okay. see. What else you got? She's third in her school history with blocks. Her collegiate school history with blocks. And so third. I mean, she ain't mm -hmm. all the way up there, but third is up there, up there. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, wait, hold on. Okay. No. Not oh, <laughs> Let's see. Any guess? Oh, you got a guess? VP? No. Oh, that's a good guess, though. That's a great I, guess because she was a dancer. Yeah. Well, well she, she everybody doing. throwing out guesses. Please don't get this because I have cute clues. <laughs> well, we always let the roses rock, but let me just throw out a. No. Okay, what's the next one? I don't think she went to college. Oh. A total of 16 kids in her family. Like she has 15 siblings. Oh, Allegedly. <laughs> You've been in the media for real. Look, I'm over here trying to Google it because, you know. Okay, 16. I should know these things. Nope, not Shanice Johnson. Nope. Oh, look at me having some real guesses. Okay. Like Okay. Okay. Keep going. Keep going. Cause does anybody have any guesses before this round? Just cause I don't want no complaints. This oh. might, this might kind of give it away. Oh. The next one. Well, no, she was the, on the 1999 ACC all freshman team. So that gives you an age range. Yeah. So now my mind is like, okay, cheerleader, a lot of siblings. 1999. Former cheerleader. That is not what she did in college. Okay, yeah. She was the number three in block. It is LaChina. It is. Give me four. Paul <laughs> oh, is killing y'all. Yeah. Paul is killing y'all. Yeah, I got Doris Burke last week. That one was crazy. Yeah. That one was crazy. Yeah. I was like, how are y'all not guessing this? Like, I'm mad, man. I wanted to guess LaChina. <laughs> me too, man. I give this all her roses, honey, because let me tell you, I, what I will always say about LaChina, when I walked up to her and I literally told her, you're my goals personified. 
And she said, I know who you are. Take down my number. Call me anytime. She didn't have to do that. She didn't have to extend herself. And because she did, I will. So. Oh, these are for you, girl. You better. China. Oh, and let me give some more. This is for LaChina and what you do for women's basketball because she's been at it. She was the Atlanta Dream commentator when I came in here. So, shouts to LaChina. I remember whenever she said she was hosting, it was WNBA. I think it was the draft, and she said that was her first hosting position. I thought that was crazy because I like what she's also talented. That's for you, LaChina. Also, LaChina, she has her own uh podcast now that's just killing it. Like I mean, sis is doing it. Like what? She doing was interviewing it. Nelly VP. She interviewed <laughs> she recently interviewed Nelly. Come on, LaChina. Then I saw that she just did something recently with Natasha Cloud mm-hmm. and there was one other person. What's the name of that? If I can uh it was I'm speaking, I'm speaking, and this is all off the dome because I didn't even know who Ari was going to pick, but LaChina, I'm following, I'm a fan, that's for you. Wait, let me grab one of them. Get more roses because she deserves them all, and we need to talk about the impact of LaChina Robinson on not only the game, but the future of the game. Everybody who's affiliated with it, not just players, but media. She has a nice um, mentorship program, Rising Media Stars. We see... All of us just thriving, just thriving because of the impact of China. So I'm very thankful for you, forever indebted to you. I don't tell you enough and I love you. I love that. Wow. She did a dear diary and everything. I mean, this is for you, Ari, because you are a disruptor. You talked about those disruptors. You are a disruptor. Ben showing mad love to the pod and everything we do over here. So from remotely to you, those are yours. That was a good one. I like that. I'm, I'm disappointed in all you guys for not getting it. Oh, oh, just because we're <laughs> uh, we'll speak after the show. <laughs> oh my gosh. But Ari, thank you so much for coming through. You guys follow Highlight Her. <clears throat> follow Ari. She has a saying that she says the WNBA is so important. And I think that statement is so important. So Ari, thank you so much for joining us on Remotely Renee. Thank you so much for having me. Snoop, you killed it. I don't care what they say. I should have been like, yes, it's Tina Charles. Yes, it's Tina Charles. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, guys. Thank you, Thank you. Bye. That was awesome. That was dope. Yeah, I'm nice. I kind of had a cheat code because I interviewed her like the last year. But I didn't really. You you didn't want to say that when she was over here, though. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but but I didn't know any. uh, You knew she was third in blocks. Like, so you knew uh, key things. Oh, no, I didn't know. I didn't know that or the the sibling thing. I just, the ACC and then the year, I knew she played for Wake Forest. So. Oh, well, that's actually uh, still legit. That's not that's really still, yeah. You didn't cheat code because that was still those were still some hard ones. Yeah, I'm nice. Like I knew all of those things too. Like right. <laughs> I'm mad, but that was okay. I like that. That was dope. I gotta get some dub though. I don't like this. So the the last again tally is four for VP, two for Snook, two I'm for back to back. Like I don't think anyone done that yet. But you know what? I, I wasn't gonna say it, but no, since you no, let's not get full of ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> going to say anything but i actually didn't even have an opportunity to do it last week because of the i'm gonna get that one you don't know i love no no you weren't getting that one 
Oh, hey, DB, at hey, DB, hey. Oh, you were not yet. How, all right, how hard were the clues last week, uh, Cole and Snook? Give me one and see if I knew it. can't remember what she said, but they were some stumpers. They was, they Paul, were. What uh, clue gave it away to you? The last one, it was like, we were on clue five. Yeah, <laughs> we won't clue five. It? I don't remember, we were just guessing. I know DB, we go back to college. Snook, what, what about DB calling my stuff in college, man? I feel like I could have known that. Oh yeah, she she really she was on the senior video, uh, Renee, and she said she did it all with class. That's how I remember Doris Burke. She said she came, but she did it all with class. Doris Burke raised me in a sense of she was the announcer that I was like, dang, that's dope. She's like killing it. She's a woman. She was doing NBA games at a certain point. Well, she still is, but I mean, when she first started, I was like, wow, DB is like dope because she was doing my college games and so yeah hey db i didn't get to shout you out last week but hey db okay let's go um all right so now we're gonna have our this is kind of one of my favorites where i sit down and it's story time and snooka booka educates us she tells us stories the book of life was it college yeah college of life the College of Life. Last week, we got hit with the College of Life, and she brought the artifact to the screen, okay? Like, it was right there. Snookabooka had it out. Y'all should have seen it by now, but Snookabooka, what do you have for us this week? Okay, so, since, so uh, since we're in March, and March is the International Women's Month, and I've been trying to highlight people for whatever month it is, and so with Roots tonight, I'm going to uh, highlight uh, Carolyn Elizabeth Bennett Smoot, who was uh, one of the first people I met from Ronnie's family when I was in college. She opened her home to me. Uh, she lived down the street from Western State College. And so Ronnie was, took me there. He, she, he was, she was the first relative he actually took me to introduce me too. She ended up being a mentor. Uh, she was a phenomenal woman. She was born in uh, Logan, West Virginia in 1945. She attended an all-Black school called Ericoma, which closed in her junior year. While she was at Ericoma, she was the head majorette and a cheerleader, member of the National Honor Society. So uh, when the school integrated, she went to Logan High School, and there she was the first African-American majorette at that school. And uh, she went on again to be in the National Honor Society. She was a uh, head majorette there as well. When she went to college, it was from State College. She was the head majorette. She was a cheerleader. She ran track. She was a member, member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority. And she graduated with a BS in education. She also has a master's in uh, education from Marshall University. And one of the reasons I thought she was a person to be highlighted is because in 19, let me get the year right, 77, Governor Jay Rockefeller of West Virginia nominated her as a, uh, one of the three posts uh, that he did uh, on that particular day. And she was the first African-American and woman appointed by the governor and confirmed by the West Virginia Senate uh, to hold a title of commissioner here in the state of West Virginia. Wow. She also held uh, positions as consultant to the United States Department of Labor. 
head of placement, director of education and training. And in her later life, she was an educator in the public school system. She was a phenomenal person and she always spoke her mind and uh, had a lot of political affiliations. Uh, she was recognized uh, in the directory of distinguished Americans, who's who in the South and Southeast, um, one of 5,000 personalities of the world, uh, who's who in black America, the first world edition of International Book of Honor, West Virginia Ambassador of Goodwill, featured in Ebony Magazine, featured in Jet Magazine, the co-chair of the National Education School of Funding Day, and many, many more accolades I could go on to name for her. She passed away on February 10th in uh, the year 2010. Uh, and uh, it was a big loss for our family. She has a husband who's one of my favorite brother-in-laws, Doug Yes, and she has a daughter, Caroline, who's a uh, uh, has a doctor of law degree. She's an Esquire. But at any rate, I'm highlighting Carolyn Elizabeth Bennett Smoot for International okay. Day. Let me tell you, Carolyn, me and Cole are losing it. First of all, that's our aunt, it's and our I didn't even know that she did all of that. This is like. Yeah, Snook, I'm mad at you again because you're supposed to text me the Cliff Notes version so like I could like understand beforehand. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's why when we first heard the name, me and Cole was like, oh, snap, she's highlighted Auntie. We didn't know that she's highlighting Auntie, but Auntie is Liddy like that. I didn't know she was in Jet and Ebony. Top 5,000 personalities in the world. Like, how do you even get on that list? That's unbelievable. But when she said that Auntie was opinionated, boy, she did it well. Woo wee! Tell me, talk about Aunt Carolyn. So, uh -oh. go ahead. So, Aunt Carolyn was one of the people who she was the person when she walked in the room and she started talking. You automatically would just listen and want to know what she's going to say because you didn't know what she was going to say, and it and it was very honest. It was what you needed to hear, and sometimes what you didn't want to hear, but it was genuine and it was to make you better. And she was just. When she had an opinion, whether you wanted to know it or not, you was going to hear her opinion. And, and, it, and it actually is kind of the way we are yeah. as far as when we have an opinion. It's like, you may not like what I'm going to say, but I'm going to tell you the truth. And that's, my mom does it. My aunties do it. We have, we are surrounded by strong women who are very, um, I want to say very grounded in how they feel and know that they're doing things to make you better not to hurt you so it yeah. uplifts you and says yeah you did this okay you did it so but next time do it this way or maybe you shouldn't do it that way and the thing is is that sometimes you think in your mind i'm gonna do it the way i want to do it they're like okay you do it accountability but, yes accountability for anything that we do so aunt karen was one of those ones in professional and even in so she could read people too her my mom could read people like they could see and they could look right through something and they would say something we'd be like really i didn't see that they could and read then, like a month later it's exactly what they said it is exactly oh what aunt caroline was popping like that aunt yeah. caroline was, yes yeah. as a matter of fact your dad and i was uh she kind of introduced us to politics like you know my grandmother talked about it all the time but we actually got to go to her Senate confirmations here in West Virginia. That was a, an amazing time for us. Uh, and also Carolyn uh, mentored me. And when she was working with the Department of Labor, that was one of my first jobs. She helped me get into uh, 
and working with the Job Corps Center here. So uh, I owe a lot to her. And as I said, she really, really, uh, as a matter of fact, I didn't mention that she had a photographic memory. And that's why she was so good with the government stuff. Once she read the legislation, the policy or whatever, she could quote it back to you almost verbatim. And so that's why she was uh, sought after for a lot of the government jobs or whatever, because they weren't you know, pulling anything over on her. <laughs> oh, not to mention, Auntie loved jewelry. Her and my mom would sit there. And the reason why we knew what jewelry was, was what, like we could see it is because she was a connoisseur oh, of jewelry. Snap. Speaking of jewelry, oh my gosh. I kind of, she loved jewelry. I mean, yes. that's an understatement of, you know, gold and silver and like bangles and mom too. They would just sit there and be looking through things and, so and I, they you loved say jewelry. something about some jewelry. What? What, what, are, you, what are you, you got a, a crown? Where do you get that crown from? The queen. Did somebody say did LeBron said that? Did somebody say <laughs> oh coming, coming to America? Yes, Tomorrow. America sent me a couple of tickets. I got to have front row seats on the couch. That's literally what the tickets say. It says section, your living room, row, your couch, seat, your favorite spot. And they sent me along with the tickets in a link because that's it's 2021. I know this is a real. This is a real, yes. I said, wait a minute. I thought it was going to be a toy when I saw it in the box. And then when I picked it up, I was like, oh, wait. So they real, oh, y'all was really out here giving out crowns, like for real? That but, is awesome. But you, you, have to, you know what? You have to take a picture of that and send it back to uh, LeBron and say, thank you. Can <laughs> you imagine in real life sending somebody a photo and they're saying, thank you, like, I'm going to tell everybody thank you right now if that's what, because see, Snook be trying to make me do stuff. No, Snook, that would look crazy. But <laughs> I think that this, I thought that this was a dope idea. That is a great idea. They said, yeah. welcome to Zamunda, where I'm now, you know, I'm a member of the Zamunda tribe, and I'm all of that. So, you know, I said, look, do these tickets get me into Wakanda, too? I need to get wherever I'm going, because, you know, we are about that life over here. That's so right. <laughs> I was so hyped. I said they should have never given me this crown. It's like, oh, but yes, thank you. Remember how? Remember how I said that? I don't even remember what episode it was, but something about Burger King. Oh yeah, yeah we did have a Burger King yeah. conversation. Yeah, yeah, you need the the Queen meal. <laughs> yeah, Queen me like this was really dope though. Like I don't know why, but it's like this. The fact that it was a real crown, you know, I, it's not even a toy, so I'm gonna keep this forever, like somewhere. I'm probably gonna put it behind me in my in the studio, but yeah, shouts to coming to America and coming to, to America. Hey, she's your queen. Shouts <laughs> to my fam, bam. Shouts to the two lit crew. We have some exciting news coming up. We'll probably be announcing it next week. Please don't get tired of us, you guys. I'm so excited. There's so many good things happening and I'm so excited for my family, for everything. So next week, we got some announcements to make. And also next week, we're giving away a Top Shop pack. Not just one Top Shop. We're giving away the whole pack, three of them. So tune in, tap in. You know what? I might just give it away from the Remotely account. So you gotta be following all that good jazz. Tune in next week where we connect while being remote.
the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.